Hello, I'm Mary, and you're listening to First Pages Readings. In this podcast, I explore reading and celebrate books as cultural messengers. Each episode, I'll read from three books of either fiction, nonfiction, young adult, middle grade, or poetry. Hello, and welcome to First Pages Readings, Episode 13. And thanks for joining me. Today I'll be reading from three young adult books. May these important books become required reading in schools everywhere. So let's get started. Today's first book is We Are Not From Here by Jenny Torres Sanchez. This book will provoke conversations about migrant experiences, including their difficult journeys to the United States. Written beautifully, this timely book can pierce your heart. The first page of We Are Not From Here. Pulga. Mama tells me I have an artist's heart. She's told me this ever since I can remember, usually out of nowhere. I'll feel her gaze on me, and I'll look over at her, and she'll say, You have an artist's heart, Pulga. I didn't know what she meant when I was younger, but I didn't care, because she always smiled with this kind of smile that was happy and proud and sad all at the same time, and it made me feel like this thing. This artist heart she was talking about was something big. When she first said this, I pictured myself with a little mustache and beret like Tom and Jerry wear in the cartoons when they whip up a masterpiece in, no kidding, five seconds flat, before they're chased by each other or that bulldog or a broom. Five seconds. That kind of illusion probably isn't good for little kids. But then again, getting chased is life, right? So maybe those cartoons did teach me something. Anyway, the truth is, that's not the kind of artist I want to be. I want to be the kind of artist my father was, a musician who made cool-ass music and dreamed big dreams. Maybe that's what having an artist's heart means, dreaming. Or maybe it means seeing color in the world, noticing and searching for it everywhere, in everything, because the world can be such a dark place. Or maybe it means you feel things you wish you didn't, Maybe it means that when you see blood on concrete, you can't stop wondering who it belonged to. Maybe it means a part of you wants to cry and run. The next book is The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Go to your local library, get this book, and tell your friends about it. The story is a difficult and painful one and has a deep well of a heart. The book reminds us of many things, including the importance of seeing perspectives other than our own and the importance of using our voice. May the book's audience continue to grow. The first page of The Hate You Give I shouldn't have come to this party. I'm not even sure I belong at this party. That's not on some bougie shit, either. There are just some places where it's not enough to be me. Either version of me. Big D's spring break party is one of those places. I squeeze through sweaty bodies and follow Kenya, her curls bouncing past her shoulders. A haze lingers over the room, smelling like weed, and music rattles the floor. Some rapper calls out for everybody to nay-nay, followed by a bunch of haze as people launch into their own versions. Kenya holds up her cup and dances her way through the crowd. Between the headache from the loud-ass music and the nausea from the weed odor, I'll be amazed if I cross the room without spilling my drink. 
Today's third book is Sammy and Juliana in Hollywood by Benjamin Alir Saints. Another achievement by this author. The book captures characters learning about life while being deeply rooted in time and place. The first page of Sammy and Juliana in Hollywood. I remember her eyes, the gray of a sky about to let loose a storm. I remember the way she placed her finger on her bottom lip when she was lost in thoughts as dark as her eyes. I'd have given anything to live that close to her lips. I used to picture her eyes as I was lying in bed, her eyes and that finger touching her bottom lip. I'd lie there and listen to the radio on my favorite station, KOMA in Oklahoma City. It reached me all the way to where I lived in southern New Mexico. But it could only reach me at night, just at night. I used to wait and hope they'd play that song by Frankie Valley. You're just too good. Even if I was half asleep, if I heard the song, I'd suddenly be awake. I'd hum along and put together a scene. A girl dressed up for me in a dance floor shiny as glass. Even the ice cubes in our drinks sparkled in the light. That girl was Juliana, and the whole damn world was mine. I need you, baby. And then after the song was over, I'd fall asleep exhausted from trying to keep the two of us together. Being obsessed with Juliana was hard work. The word obsession came into my vocabulary the second I met Juliana. It was the way she looked at me that kept me coming back. Just as I was about to give up on her, just as I was about to tell her, look, screw it all, I don't need to suffer like this, just can't take it. Every time I was about to tell her something like that, she stretched out her arm and made a fist. If you liked listening to this episode, please leave a review and tell me what you think.